Passing out your ball up in there Be keeping it real You know we get international House of Mojo You best be listening to our show Hi, this is Jason This is Chris And this is Peter Yay It's March 13th, 2011 Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. And it's been November since we last recorded something. And I think I think that last one actually got posted in December. So as far as you know, we've only been gone for Oh yeah. 3 months. Yeah. Long time. It has been a while. Yeah. <laughs> a lot has happened. Yeah. And when when were you last on, Pete? When was I last? I've got no idea. Was I even on last year? <laughs> well, we only had about 2 last year. Mm. Probably not. Been like, I, I'm, I haven't really been around. Well, I've been in China. Mm. Which you'll know that I'm not now, because my sound quality is probably a bit better. Um, so, people should probably know that while we're doing this, I am eating a fry-up. So, and was just in case a moment ago on fire. <laughs> I was, the room sort of filled up very suddenly with smoke. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah... Anything could happen on uh, it, on the Mojo cast. It was kind of funny. Does. He was he was he was choking in the background. Like we heard sirens. We were just laughing. We probably should have called the police. But I mean, <laughs> I'm fine. No, we were just nothing, enjoying it. Uh, yeah, we had a good time. Is, nothing is ruined. <laughs> well, as long as the sausages came out okay. They did. They really did. Good. They expect munching sounds. Okay then. <laughs> so, um, games. In, in game news. All right. What do we got? We've got. First of all, Telltale announcing pretty much every game on the planet. Mm. Uh, I've got the list here. Uh, obviously, Back to the Future and Jurassic Park first. Uh, yes. But also announcing The Walking Dead, Fable, uh, uh, sorry, Fables with an S. This is not the Lionhead one. Less news now and more like a Telltale retrospective. Uh, isn't it? Puzzle Agent yeah. 2, King's Quest. And yeah. Hector Badge of Carnage, which none of us ever heard of. So just like, first of all, um, the King's Quest thing, I just think it's going to be really weird having to talk about Sierra games on, on, Mojo. on Mojo now. Oh, that's, that's just weird, isn't it? And none of us knowing anything about them. <laughs> Jason, do you know anything about them? I mean, I've played the King's Quest series and wow. the Space Quest. And it's more than I've done. Leisure, Leisure Suit Larry, all the uh, all the big series, but uh, you know, I, I'm a fan of Sierra. I just think that I just happen to think that in a one-to-one fight between a Sierra adventure game and a LucasArts adventure game, Sierra is leaving that arena under the shadow of flashing red lights. But I've got yes. nothing against Sierra, you know. <laughs> but um, it'll be it'll be interesting them trying to do a King's Quest game because it, I mean, even the people who love those games, it's not really regarded as this uh, you know great story, great characters and maybe the same way Monkey Island is like you can you can think how Monkey Island you know th- there there's a series that you know um you could always make a good sequel to that in, in terms of expanding the world and the characters and stuff but i mean what 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 is king's quest in in that regard is it i mean what, what's your perspective on that well it's already sort of got a uh, a sequel in a way that they had the fan one 
whatever it was and, called. And, oh, and, and the disclaimer is I've really only played like the first handful of King's Quest. I know there's like thirty thousand of them, so yeah. maybe my maybe my perspective on the big story is is not is pretty limited, and I'm sure it, it turns I into Shakespeare, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and a later no installment. So. Nah, I was I, always put off for them. Yeah, yeah. I, I probably didn't give them a fair chance because basically I thought. Well, you can die. I don't want to deal with that. Yes. So I'll just not. I'll not play them. That is so, pretty much yeah. it. Yeah. 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 I definitely. Gems, no. I, see, I see this as an example of, of Telltale getting a popular game license rather than rather than them seeing something really compelling, you know, uh, from a story perspective that they could really build on. But oh, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I know Sierra fans who yes. are very excited about the. Comeback of uh, uh, comeback of King's Quest, so maybe there's more to it than than we know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, very much I outsiders. Am, I am an ignoramus when it comes to that. So <clears> everything I say is going to be so. unfair and ill-informed, and uh, yeah. I'm wrong about everything. I think they are generally loved uh, by the Sierra fans. Yeah, I nearly Not... just said fan, then, but I thought <laughs> 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 okay. But I think Space Quest is a little bit more loved. Yes. Just because they're a bit more mad humour. They can even still yeah, die in them. Which those is games are funny. Humor. Those games are funny. Since Sierra games have always been, always been really literate. And I've mm. always liked them uh, for that quality. Mm. But, yeah. I, yeah and that, that's another thing. I mean, a lot of people were, were saying, you know, if Telltale is going to make a... is going to do a Sierra license, it seems like Space Quest would be the more appropriate one. But... Again, this is coming from the guy who's only played like the first couple of both of these series. It's an interesting choice. Like, is did, didn't King's Quest supposedly get better like later on? I mean, you know, I mean the, the opposite, first, but supposedly the first, yeah. The, I mean, the first game is is a classic in the sense that it's it's old and you know it's 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 a parser <laughs> adventure game that everyone knows, but it's 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 almost infamous for its terrible design. I think it was like King's. King's Quest Seven or something that was the really, like, the one that got all the budget and the animation and stuff after um, after Curse of Monkey Island came out or something. And was King's yeah. Quest Three? Wasn't King's Quest Three supposedly a really good one? Now I don't even remember which ones I, I played, think... and it's sad because I've got the box of all three of those series on my shelf. I mean, I'm looking at the collections for all those games, so it's, it's really it's really shameful. But I've got that. Hundred games I've got on my shelf and haven't played, <laughs> and want to. <laughs> well, I think doesn't it wasn't King's Quest One? Doesn't that predate Maniac Mansion? Yes. And sort of set, sort of yeah, I thought so. Set in set up, basically adventures, as we anyway, know them. Yeah. Anyone would think that King's Quest was the only announcement going on. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. yeah okay. We've got a lot to get through. Yeah, Hector Badger Carnage. <laughs> Bad Lieutenant, Port of Paul, New Orleans. No, I've never heard of Hector. I've never heard of it. It's like a new thing. But have you seen the trailer for it? I only watched that literally an hour ago, and I've suddenly fallen in love with it. I think that could be potentially the best one out of the lot. Really? Because uh, it's just traditional 2D adventure game. It looks very Day of the tentacle almost. I, I have to admit that I haven't really looked it up yet. I, yeah, I, I've, I only I've did seen it just a video. completion. But, yeah. but, the, but this series, isn't this the series where the first game is already made by another company? 
Telltale's making like a second one. Is yeah, this one. This one isn't by Telltale themselves or anything. I think oh, helping to market not, it. They're not developing it. They're, no, I don't they're think they're developing it. They basically yeah. they basically took a series that started off as like a, a self-made game, and they're basically helping to publish it. Basically, yeah, I think so. With, with the second episode on, that, that's what's going on. Yes. So. And also bring it to PC. Cause I think it's just iPhone and iPad only at the moment. They got really good reviews. It, the first one. And that that's interesting from a from the perspective of Telltale because I mean mm. maybe maybe in the future little collaborations like this could be possible. Like I don't know them them rescuing these uh, or or helping to fund these uh, independent adventure games or whatever. I don't know. That, that that's an interesting model premise, whatever you want to call it. Well, I'd like to see them support other people making adventure games because I don't necessarily think they're doing a great job themselves at the moment, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> yikes! Yeah, okay, so he- I so went what's back. after? So what's after Hector? Sorry, what's the next series they announced? Oh, out of <laughs> sorry, Some we've got eighteen to go. Okay, we're well, working backwards. Uh, Puzzle Agent Two. Yes, I'm very excited about that one. That that's probably the one I'm most excited about. I love Puzzle Agent One, and uh, I think I don't think it ever made it to WiiWare yet, but uh, I uh-huh. I loved it. I, I mentioned I throw that in there because that was like a running joke in the last podcast. I like the WiiWare port was just missing in action, but whatever. <laughs> I, I possibly made up a running joke, and it never was. But anyway, did it even exist? Did they think about it or just cancel it? Or- I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. Yeah. It's a shame it's um, not a full series. It's a shame it's just a one-off thing. Again. So, uh, anyway, I'm just going to um, go off the microphone for a minute because my uh, my mum and my sister have just arrived. So. <laughs> yeah, but how do they feel about King's Quest? I, uh, um, I, I'm, I'm just going to guess. I, I hate to speak for them, but I'm just going to guess they have no particular strong opinions either way. I bet they do. Maybe the, <laughs> maybe the Walking Dead. Um, so... Bear, please talk amongst yourselves and bear with me while while this happens. Okay, get so, the music on, Chris. <laughs> walking Dead, Chris. What about the Walking Dead? Um, well, I've just got into the TV series. I've never read the comics. Never read the comic either, and I, I, I. Oh God! Uh, what the Ow. hell? Okay, well, <laughs> well, I, I've also never read the comic, but I love the TV series. As 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 cheesy as the writing got. I, I really love that show, and uh, I'm stoked about season two, which we don't get until next Halloween. So, but but the games are supposedly going to be more. Uh, I, I don't, yeah, but based on the comic. So, I'm only assuming they're going to use a similar art style. Oh, as maybe I'll look at oh, as, as the as the comics. Right. right. So that'll be interesting. I mean, there's <laughs> another series where I feel ill-equipped to really. Uh, comment. I mean, I, I I only know the TV series. I liked it. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. I, there are a lot of people wondering um, what the hell? whether it'll be whether whether it'll be a straight up adventure game. Um, I I think it could work as a straight up adventure game because I mean, at least based on the show, is it, it's it's really character based. It's not yeah. like this big frenetic zombie attack. It's it's more like about people who happen to. You know, live in a world where zombies exist. It's not like this constant survival horror type thing. I yeah, mean. I mean the the series, just from what I've seen, isn't really a horror one. Almost, there aren't any true scary bits. It's all about the characters mainly. Yeah, 
it's it's a soap opera punctuated by you know zombie attacks basically. So it's like I I could easily see them. I could easily see Telltale uh, basically making it more action oriented than some of their other straight adventure games. But at the same time, I mean, The Walking Dead could definitely work as a straight up adventure yeah. game if if they took that route. Anyway, I'll we'll work com- on that discussion. Yeah, I think Jurassic Park is the other comparison. Yeah, and they don't even have before. to go that far. I mean, who knows? I, no. I act like I know how far they're going. I've only seen the, uh, the the demo that everyone else has seen on Jurassic Park. The uh, yeah. quick time <laughs> events and everything with that. And Fables, I know absolutely nothing about. Other than Same it's quite, here. Other than Same it's quite here. a well-respected comic. It's been going on for yes. longer than Walking Dead, I think. So we really know nothing. We're not in I any think, position yeah. to say anything about Fables, any of Fables, I think, is about, like... Like fantasy fairy tale characters like Red Riding Hood, etc. Like, okay. cut, like being real and like brought into 21st century and getting involved in all these these gritty adventures. That's pretty a- cool. A- adult adventures, I think, as well. <laughs> a lot of sex and violence in them, I think, <laughs> which would be interesting. As it always and- is. And the, those are the only. Uh... That's all I know about. Uh, those are the only ones that have been announced. Yes, yeah, all five. Right, of them. The, 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 those are the five or whatever that were announced as part of the giant announcement. Yes. So yeah, of those, I'm probably most excited about Puzzle Agent Two. Yeah. And uh, Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Yes. The others, I'm just gonna have to like actually do some research on them and. Well, Hector, there's I, I need a replay, like, one... Kings. One episode, I think that's coming out on PC soon, and then the second episode is out for PC iPad in the fall, I think, so really far away. Yeah. I should probably really replay King's Quest so I can know what I'm talking about. I haven't played it in years. I won't, probably. <laughs> I don't have them. I'm just never interested in them. Just, yeah, I've got, the, I've got the Space Quest, Police Quest, Legion Sue Larry, King's Quest collections all... Well, I'm looking at them, so <laughs> yeah, but not play them much. Well, not have played them in very long time. Uh, Put it that way. Well, I haven't finished the vampire story yet, so <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, what an idiot! Why don't you get around to that? <laughs> I'm getting around to it. I've got a lot. I've just got back from China. I've got a lot to play. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> just finished Epic all, Mickey. I, I enjoy that. It's, it's always <laughs> the China's Chinese fault. Always. Well, I only had my PC over there. I didn't have my consoles. I've got to catch up with all, right. all the fun stuff. Nothing as much really... as I do want to turn this into another podcast where we berate you for not playing a vampire story. <laughs> Again. Yes. Well, well, but on the same subject, we've got a vampire story year one. Still don't know a lot about that, but, nah. but it's pretty clear at this point that it's uh, going to be self-published by Autumn Moon, which means that they're just making it on their own time, on their yeah. own time, as they go along. So I, at this point, I'm... I'm, I'm <laughs> I'm not really going to pretend like it's coming out anytime soon until we get real hard details on that. Mm. Nice to know that he is working on it, though. Yes, he, yes it's good. He being Bill Tiller, Bill Tiller being the entirety of Autumn Moon. Yeah, it seems to be. Yeah. Hey, what else have we got? Well, should we talk about Back to the Future? Yeah, they, Back to the Future. Yeah, you played both of them? Yes, two episodes into that. You oh, reviewed. Yeah, you, you reviewed. reviewed, you, you yeah, reviewed. I, did the first one. I did the second. You did the seconds. <laughs> yeah, we, we really need. Confused. We really need Peter to come back for that because I think Peter's the one with the uh, with the 
with the uh, emotional opinions on it. Oh, oh, it'll get it'll get back to them. We can talk yeah. a little bit. Well, we reviewed both of them, so we could, and and discuss. Yeah, they already know what we think, though. Oh, <laughs> well, we can tell them again. It's not okay. like they read our review. Or tried to look at the score and then failed. <laughs> well, I enjoyed him. I enjoyed both games. My problem with that series is is more technical. I think I think things are getting maybe a little bit sloppier with this series. Um, yeah, that's definitely one for P- Peter wants to bring up. But 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 every, when I read reviews on the internet, what everyone's really complaining about are the puzzles. But I don't really see it. I mean, I I get it. I, I, I get why the uh, the base is upset about the fact that the puzzles are really linear and, and easy, but, but, yeah. but, but it, se- it, it, it just seems to me like we've been prepared for this by now. I mean, this this it's not really debate, just for us, yeah. Th- this debate has been going on since 2005 when Out from Boneville came out. It's like it's like did we not figure out the kind of games Telltale makes yet that we're still acting like shocked that this is what's going on? I mean, granted. Their approaches vary a little bit depending on the license. I mean, Sam and Max and Monkey Island were maybe a little bit more yeah, sophisticated because they were aimed more at, um, you know, gamers. But still, I mean, I think we know what we're getting from a Telltale game at this point with regard to puzzle difficulty. To me, uh, puzzles have been debated and argued for so long. that it, To me, it's like, as long as the puzzles are organic and they make sense, and they're not a cheat, I don't care about difficult anymore. Like, I, nah. I, I don't care. Not, not, not in an adventure game where the, the selling point is the story. Because when it comes to puzzles, I find that when people, like, are, are slamming the puzzles of a, a modern adventure game, they'll, mm. usually, they'll usually use some classic masterpiece adventure game to compare uh. it to, but, but they'll look at it through rose-colored glasses or rose-tinted glasses. It's like, like, you take Grim Fandango. That game is an unbelievable game. It's a masterpiece, but I'm sorry. A lot of the puzzles in that game are complete bullshit. I mean, yes. the, 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 don't sit here and try to justify to me the uh, what the the freaking uh, the the puzzle where you got to get the the ticket from the the coat the the coat lady and then I don't know go to the cat track. It's just this this, this big ridiculous puzzle that I guess is kind of uh, impressive in its complexity, but don't tell me it. Uh, it, it wasn't a convoluted mess that you could have logically figured out, you know, without just a lot of trial and error. Yes. I quite liked that one, actually, I have to say. Ah, I'm... God! <laughs> and, 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 and there you go. It's like everything is this, uh, every, everything's this subjective thing God. when it comes to puzzles. Sneaking yeah. up on us like that. But I do agree with your general point. <laughs> and, uh, have you dispensed with your mother and sister, then? Now that my family has been um, dispensed with... You gave them your sausages, <laughs> didn't you? I, um, I'd already eaten them by the oh. time <laughs> I got them here. Now I'm working on the beans. <laughs> well, we're, we're just discussing Back to the Future. Basically. Yeah. Hey, so you were talking right about some, some, some people's complaints with the, the puzzles on that. Yeah. Just, to, just um, to tell everyone, full spoilers for these two episodes, so if you haven't played them and finished them by now, tough. The thing is, I mean, I think maybe some people who are going on about how easy it is, maybe they have a point, and maybe it could be a little bit trickier in places, but um, I think that's... Uh, oh, God, the... Hang, hang on a second, expect- my... my um, Audacity keeps on changing the input level of my, um, uh, of my microphone. Don't the magic! Um, oh, podcast. Uh, 
<laughs> I know I'm spoiling like the. Uh, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm showing the audience the man behind the curtain here. Oh. But... <laughs> New pain. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't think that's the problem. I, don't, I think that's the least of Telltale's worries at the moment is puzzle well, difficulty. Yeah, that one. I was expecting it. I think I'm sure they said that this is more of a mainstream audience. Than say Sam and Max and Monkey Island, sure. so yeah. it has well, to be. The reason I brought horrible. it up is because the puzzles are what see what my impression. It seems to be the bone of contention amongst everyone on really? like, the forums. To me, yeah. the problems with the games are is, is more more technical. It, it, it yeah. just feels like it, it feels like they're kind of dropping the ball there, and I don't know if it's just it, it's it's too rushed or what. Well, oh, there there is this big um, big old post on the Telltale um, forum at the moment, which is talking about that. I think we had a news item on it actually. That that guy who worked on Death's Bank, I can't remember his name. Oh yes, yes. Um, I also forgot his name. Was who made that big post about um, uh, about Telltale and Sean Howard? Yes. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. He came across as a little assholey to me, but you know what? He he adores Maniac Mansion, so he's got good points too. Maybe yeah. maybe he did, but I sort of agreed <laughs> with the broad sweep of his points. And the thing is, also most of the people talking on the Telltale forum also sort of agree with his points. Yes. And and they're the biggest fans. They're the they're the people who are most willing to give them a bit of slack. So that's a worrying. I I think. Telltale ought to be worried by that sort of reaction to a post like that. I think that the, what this is missing here is that we do not know the percentage of people who play Back to the Future who are not the Telltale fans who agree and disagree about opinions of Sean Howard on the Telltale forums. I mean, tell the, Back to the Future is aimed at people who like Back to the Future, and that's well, a really giant gym demographic, and I think that I feel like the decision, right or wrong, to make the games as easy or whatever mm. as they are. I mean, I. I well, I'm not I, worried I think, about yeah difficulty. Yeah. Well, sure, well, but yeah, the people. This. The, 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 it, this is in the general Telltale forum, and the people sort of talking on this who are agreeing with this points are people who have been around for years, um, like the big, the biggest Telltale fans, like the most active people on that. That forum is saying, yeah, actually, this guy sort of has a point, and I agree well, with them. Okay, but what was the point again that he was making? Uh, well, basically, um, they're not polishing I mean, it go- it as goes much as It goes into difficulty a little bit, but I, th- I think he does anyway. Um, it's been a while since I read it, but his main point is just that they are not getting that they are not aiming for the highest point they can. The- yeah, the they, are, they they are not being as good as they could be. They are not they they are not even close at the moment to being the new LucasArts. So um, so that's kind of a vague statement that doesn't really tell us anything. I well, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to dig that, up the article now. Well, I I, 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 I yeah. never understood what his actual issue is. It's like they're 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 not being as good as they could be. But where does he actually uh, expand on this? And the other thing is that I didn't feel okay. like I thought Deathspank was a very funny game. But frankly, I didn't think the dialogue was any better than Telltale's, and so okay. I, I just... Sure, I, 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 don't, I don't dispute that. But, Shall I um, read the, the quote that we've got on Mojo? No, from him. Yeah, let's, let's see what this... Okay, what uh, just quoting... Ing, I think Telltale is capable, oh, and a far more... Oh, is capable of far more than they're putting out. I don't hate them. I can't hate them. 
I'm just disappointed. They've got so much talent behind their walls, and this is the best they can do. I don't believe that for a second. They should be the next new LucasArts. They could be better than LucasArts. They could be, but they aren't. And what frustrates me so very much about Telltale is that it seems that they aren't even trying. Puzzle Agent is the only one that seemed like they bothered, and even that didn't go far enough. They're announcing new games based on old properties, and there's very little evidence that they're making better games because of it. He didn't say a goddamn thing. <laughs> I mean, I, I want. Well, that's just a I quote. The quote we have on our front page. Yeah, a larger uh, article. A I, need, I need to read. I need to read the full article. Oh god. Okay, I'm going. <laughs> Chris, would you uh, read the entire article for me? Okay. No, I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to do that. But that pull There's quote is that pull quote does not pinpoint any kind of issue. That's just him saying it's not what it should be, and then not going into any reason. Not going to any explanation as to what he means. I mean, so I guess what I'm saying is, what was this point that everyone at the Telltale forums agreed upon that uh? We're well, that they could to, be uh, doing better, basically. They, they're yeah. they're not. Yeah, but that <laughs> they're, rush, okay. they're rushing <laughs> things basically and not not trying to polish them as much as they can to no. perfection. Okay, so it's an issue of polish again. What, In a way, yeah. basically. See, see, my issue with the polish is that I think that like. You know, I, I just feel like there are a lot of technical hiccups with the game. Like, in my review, I pointed out that a lot of the transitions were kind of awkward. Like, you know, you're talking to a character who's standing up, and then when you end the dialogue tree, they're just immediately sitting down again. Yeah. And stuff like that. That, that, that. that was my issue with the game. But you can't just say is, the polish is bad, and then I don't know what that means. The problem is, it's not even... Uh, with that sort of thing, with those sort of bugs, it's not even obscure stuff. Like, it's stuff that probably most people are encountering as they play through the game and it's not being caught at any point and fixed because they don't have the time or they just can't be bought I don't know what it is um, it's uh, and it's uh, the reason why I'm probably being so vague about what the problem is is that I think it's an all per pervasive problem I don't think there's any one area that you can pick out that they're failing in they are just all round not quite good enough whether it's with the like little graphical glitches with its whether it's like continuity bugs whether it's um just um interface things whether it's um just uh, a general every, rushed feeling yeah thing, the, the that they feel that they have to keep to a schedule you know when you get, rushing got, out. I, you know when you got a LucasArts game back in the good old days <laughs> and you and you knew that what you were picking up was just going to be this lovingly crafted thing, which um, was more... I mean, even if the the theme of the game or whatever wasn't quite to your liking or it wasn't as good as your favourite LucasArts game, you knew that what you were getting was going to have like so much love behind it that... Um, yeah, but is that... Is, um, it's you know, on one hand you're saying it sounds like the problems and I'm I'm playing devil's advocate here you know uh, mm. but it, but it sounds like a lot of the complaints that you're talking about and on the, the the forums that you've cited anyway come down to bugginess bug issues no no yeah, no it's, well that's part of the reason see the, the bugs are they're, they're like an easy target but there's stuff that is a bit less difficult to pin down like that animation just kind of looks a bit cheap or not quite right or just weird or this transition is kind of jarring. It's it's tiny things that are very difficult to describe, but when they add up over the course of a game, you get the impression that you're not playing something which is quite done. Hmm. <laughs> it, it's, it's hard to describe without reading his entire post, yeah. which is pretty big. 
I'm trying to skim read it. And he does complain a little bit about the writing in the games as well, which I don't agree with so much. I don't think the writing is such a problem as the rest of them. Uh, rest of it, but I would say that you know, um, I don't think they're just not. Uh, it's, yeah, it's quite a scroll. They're just saying they're not pressing hard enough uh, to be as good as they can be. They're playing. They're playing yeah, at safe as just good enough. I guess the writing than... is, has been sort of safe in the uh, in the games. I think in one of the things he mentions that most of the time, you know, like the. The Sam and Max animated series is has like edgier dialogue that's in than what's in most of the Sam and Max uh, Telltale series. Uh, I don't agree um, with that at all. No, I but, I mean, any, but anyway, but anyway, <laughs> um, I'm not sure whether I agree with that and, or or not. But I do agree that. Um, I mean, uh, the only thing I can really say about that is this: hit the road, the animated series, and the Telltale series definitely have distinct feel. Uh, feels to them, you know. They definitely feel like they kind of focus. Yeah, I, I don't know. They 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 feel like they capture different essences of the comics better than like you know like like I I could say hit the road captured this aspect of the comics better than the other two. But I could on the other hand I can definitely say that the Telltale series definitely captured this aspect of Sam and Max better. You know what I mean? Sure. Okay, At all. Yeah. And it, I, I, and maybe it's just whatever aspect he happened to like or whatever is what's bugging him. Um, yeah, okay, I, I can go along with that. But anyway, this is the this is why this post uh, the, the the complaints in this post is so difficult to pin down because everybody has a slightly different idea about what's wrong with Telltale at the moment, but. Also, everybody seems to sort of agree that at least something is wrong with Telltale at the moment. The, ge- the general yeah. popular consensus I can see from like reading stuff and comments on reviews and major yeah. s- on major sites is that a lot of their games are beginning to feel a bit samey and look a bit samey as well. That's all ju- they're not extraordinary. They're, they're, yeah. not, they're not pushing things. They just all, they're just all. Going in the following the same structure, same graphics engine. Right. Yeah, that's the problem. At the moment, I I think that they're they're just kind of okay, and they're sort of a bit cheap and glitchy. And I have to sort of if someone who isn't very aware of Telltale asks me if they should buy the game, I always say, yeah, you should totally buy it. But then I have to say, but you know, you should. Uh, uh, Understand that they are made very quickly, and it's not going to be like super polished for the money that you pay. I feel like I have to add that disclaimer whenever I recommend the Telltale game to anyone, and that is kind of bad. I think that I should have to do, or at least feel the need to do that. Right. I mean, getting back to Back to the Future, uh, just a sec. Uh, um. With episode two in particular, uh, well, with episode one and two, just just the, just the amount of times where the solution to a puzzle was use Einstein, Einstein to find Einstein to find Ein someone, and was a bit silly. There must be three or four times that you just used an object on the dog, and he would just immediately sniff them out. Yeah, I found a, a cheap way to get out there, and there was also there's. In the in episode two in particular, they felt that there was a puzzle missing, thing, and 
um, to do with the, the roulette table, which they fully put in there and you could use. Who's and Kid Tannen and go, uses it to go through, and then it's oh yeah yeah, and then it it just felt that there's some there was going to be something more to do with that. You're going to have to like figure out a way through the wall. Uh, yeah, you, there was one there was that moment where Kid Tannen uses it, and you think, oh, that's a clue for something later, obviously, and then it never sort of comes up again. No, oh, I, rem- yeah. I remember exactly what you're talking about. How, you how can, did you end up getting through the door? I, I, you don't you don't get through the door. You meet him later. Unless it's a setup, unless it's a setup for a uh, episode three puzzle, and that'd be kind of cool. If that, that, that would be, cool I would re- I would retract my comment, but it did yeah. felt no, yeah. Setting it did, setting up a not. puzzle in episode three in episode two, that that'd be kind of cool actually. But who I knows? sort of who hope knows? they who don't because they've been to that time period enough for me. Well, it, we're only, <laughs> yeah, we're only well, two episodes I, in. We'll see. I'd be surprised if they didn't go back there again. Yeah, mm. he has, he's got to go fix whatever apparently got screwed up in the future at the end of the episode. Spoiler alert, I guess. Nah, no, no, we're beyond spoilers now. Yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Too late. <laughs> I warned them. I warned them. Briefly, but I warned them. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the only just off the technical things, things, but I definitely had noticed plenty of bugs in the Bats of Future ones in particular. I didn't notice any in the Devil, in Sam and Max, Max, but in Bats of Future in particular I've noticed a lot of technical hitches. Yeah, I, I mean, overall Sam and Max Season 3 has so far seemed like a much more polished um, thing than Back to the Future. It's kind of, it, it's kind of been a shock to me how... Uh, how many times I sort of have to think, oh, really? They they didn't fix that before the game went out? Yeah. Um, and I don't want them to be taking... I, I, I guess my overarching worry is maybe... Maybe it's just that they are outgrowing the the business model that really worked well for them at the beginning of Later. getting these games out really, really quickly. Um... Because people had a good lot of good well goodwill um, early on, because they really wanted to see them succeed, and they really liked what they were doing in general, and they could see that Telltale were gradually sort of improving with every try that they made. Yeah, um, and I think that's I think that's a really interesting point, and you know, <laughs> you're you're starting to see a lot of, uh, uh, or at least more diversity in Telltale's games that you used to in terms of like the genre, like they've had this puzzle agent experiment, you could call it, and Maybe they could diversify the uh, business. Oh yeah, model I've got no problem with that. With that. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, like in other words, what I mean by that apparently it was funny. Puzzle Agent is not an, an episodic season like their other games, right? So, you know, if they're going to make different kinds of games, you two know, has they, to be they bigger. Don't necess- they mm. don't necessarily have to uh, use the exact same scheduling or you know whatever that they use for any given season. Yeah. Yeah, no problem with doing that. Yeah, I mean, I think they definitely need to start exploring that more because it seems to me just like this whole thing of getting the uh, getting those games out uh, as quickly as they need to get those games out and at the level of quality that we expect from them at a minimum, really, is, is getting harder and harder for them. Yeah. Yeah, because Sam and Max was basically... As far as we could see, the only thing that they had on last year, that and Puzzle Agent, and they both came out really well. Mm. Whereas now we've got five, well, 
what was that, seven new properties in the next year? Yeah, something like that. And that's, can they really handle it? And just from the basis of That's the Future 1 and 2, which is the only things they're releasing until April, until next month, of, no, they don't think they can. Yeah, or at least not. Yeah, but again, not without me having to say, well, it's all right, but... Yeah, and I, I and if I'm saying that, and I'm and I've got all the sort of will in the world to want to like the games and uh, and want them to do well, then what is just the average person picking the game up thinking? I'm gonna have to say that there's probably quite a few people who are very disappointed with their first Telltale experience at the moment. Yes. Yes. I wish I I wish I could read more opinions from Back to the Future fans who this is their first Telltale game, right? Mm. I, th- I think that'd be the most interesting opinions to read, and they they aren't exactly the easiest to come by because generally, by nature, if someone's going to be writing a review of a video game, this will not have been their first video game that they're reviewing. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, I think I think in terms of the writing and you know being capturing the spirit of the license, do we agree that they've at least done that successfully? I think by and large... By and large, yes. Yeah. Yes, I do have, I did quibble a little about some of the more fantastic things that are going on in them. Thing. The, the, I, I just the, have a problem the, with some of Sam them. and Maxi, almost. Yeah, I, no, I, I just think my problem has mostly been, I think some of the in-jokes have been kind of forced, but other than that, I think it, I think it, I think it's pretty good so far. But again, we're only two-fifths of the way through the story. I mean, you hmm. know, at what point of Back to the Future, hmm. the movie, were we two-fifths of the way through the story, right? Yeah. So it, it's hard to know where... Oh, I'm enjoying the story. I'm up. definitely enjoying the story and the, yeah. the characters yeah. I'm really getting into, particularly yeah. young Emmett. Yeah. Good characters, good uh, good general plot, and, you know, as usual, they are doing a pretty good job of capturing the the spirit of whatever license that they're dealing with. Yes. Um, I mean, if they're good at anything, they're good at that sort of thing. Um, yeah. It, that's, not, I just, yeah that's not a bad thing. So, I really want to talk to people who like Back to the Future and say, you should totally try this, but then in the back of my head I'm thinking, oh, are they just going to be a bit um, funny about when it doesn't behave quite like it should, like when people suddenly appear out of nowhere, or mm. when uh, when an animation just looks really strange, or right. however many other things that you experience that make you go, oh, that's not quite right during your average Telltale experience nowadays. Well, the only one I've had on, I've tried it on my laptop and this computer uh, I've got here. <laughs> uh, and the, I both had shadow problems on both of them, mm. and that a weird sort of pixely line line occasionally would be attached to them. Yeah, I've had that on both um. episodes. Mm. Mm. And also, yeah, the just mm. little things all that. Mm. <laughs> and also them changing uh, Marty's, Marty's name. Because you get, because rather, rather coolly in the first episode, you get to choose which pseudonym you want. Oh yeah. Uh, and, but then they get it wrong occasionally. 
Yeah, which is annoying because I was impressed at first. I was, when, yes. when they got it right in the second episode, what I had chosen for the first episode, I thought, oh, that's neat. They've actually gone to the trouble of um, going into the save game of your previous game yeah. or whatever and um, and extracting your choice, which is, I, I think, probably, I'm not entirely sure, but that's something I think might be new to um, a Telltale game, actually taking data from the previous episode. Possibly. Um, well, they've they've yeah. done it with settings before, so I don't see what this. Mm. Um, God, now I, I just can't stop thinking about the roulette table. Now I'm just convinced. <laughs> we're gonna we're they gonna did, use it because the they like, fully animated it and put it in, right. use it, and then it just wasn't there for any reason. I mean, you'd think that if they <laughs> if they weren't going to use it for any reason, then there'd just be a button or something. Yeah. To open although, the hole. although it has happened before that they have removed entire puzzles from. Yeah. Well, I was yeah, thinking I of know, yeah that episode of Sam the, uh, Max. Right, Moai Better Blues was like an infamous example. Yes. Of that. Yeah. That. I think, I think. I think ATM had a heart attack because basically on Game Tap. Which back when it was premiering on Game Tap before the rest well, of the world got it, yeah. they accidentally uploaded like a beta or an early version of it but like not only was it like you know had a lot of bugs in it but like there was like this big extended puzzle in it there were some additional lines of dialogue that got trimmed out and it was like there was like this big three part you know puzzle like I guess an adventure game standard that just got completely eliminated and simplified for the final uh, game for whatever reason Um, and and seriously that's just fascinating (laughs) I don't know uh, seriously, and I, and I don't necessarily agree with people complaining about episodes being too short or whatever, because as far as I'm concerned, once the whole series is complete, you have a decent length yeah. product yeah. anyway. But. But, <laughs> but when you're removing puzzles from a game that is as already short as um, the second episode uh, of Back to the Future is, then you you got to worry when they're getting to that level of having to take things out. I, yeah. I've got to wonder about their reasons. Was it just because of time? Or was it because the puzzle wasn't working? Or what, what was going on there? Because I don't yes. think... <laughs> my guess is that no puzzle was removed there. I think we're seeing. I think we're going to be seeing. I don't know. They, table are, they again. are pretty sharp. That's, that's the recurring character okay. in the series. Okay. The <laughs> table. Okay. Yeah. That, that that's that's a good point. I mean, it's it's worth a disclaimer there. We might not have a clue what we're talking about <laughs> in these situations. So, so um, we can hope. Yeah. To give. Okay, so, but they're going to force one in there just to annoy me. Yeah. But in a nutshell, <laughs> Back to the Future, good game, but no short circuit too. All right. Jurassic yep. Park, right? <laughs> no Van Halen. No. Right. Jurassic Park. I remembered my one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jurassic Park. We get that in April. Yes. Yes. I'm so, cautiously looking forward to it. Well, what's interesting in terms to of me story. is that. Yeah. What What I was gonna say is that, in, as far as the movie franchises con- are concerned. I'm way, way more of a Back to the Future fan than I yeah. am a Jurassic Park fan, but I think as a game, I'm way more excited and hopeful about Jurassic Park, which is weird because it would have seemed to me that Back to the Future would have just been the perfect license for Telltale to do. Hmm. I, I don't know, maybe I was just thinking that, you know, it would have been something Day of the Tentacle or whatever. I'm talking about, like, way back when it was announced before, you know, we started getting the first glimpses of what the game is as it now as it is now. But... Anyway, I guess what I'm saying is that what, 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 I think I made the same point during the uh, Remy podcast I had when me and Remy recorded last summer was that like uh, I will not be surprised at all if, if the story and 
whatnot of the Telltale Jurassic Park series turns out to be way better than the motion picture Jurassic Park series. Maybe. Two and here. three, certainly. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> i got to say, um, from what I've seen of Jurassic Park, the dinosaurs look great. I really yeah. like how the dinosaurs look. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I'm, yeah. I'm really impressed. Um, but I do wish that they would, I don't know, maybe they just need to hire someone who knows how to render hair. Animate dinosaurs. Hair. Oh. <laughs> like I said. Render hair is what I was going for. <laughs> because um, they all look like they've got Lego hair or something on that in, in that game. It's starting to bug me a little. I mm. definitely see. I definitely see a lot of their CSI games in the uh, in, in the Jurassic yeah. Park, which makes sense because I mean it's 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 more realistic than any of these. Uh, you know, yeah. Sam and Max or Monkey Island or something. Um, but I definitely see. CSI character models in that game, but I think the environments look terrific, and I'm, you know, yeah. generally, generally Telltale usually makes up with the kind of uh, less than amazing character models with the animation, you know, that's yeah. usually how they kind of even out yeah. there. But uh, yeah, I mean, when you get a long shot of Jurassic Park, it looks, it actually looks impressively good when you got all like the storm effects happening and yeah. uh, and all the stuff going on in the background. I I I was genuinely impressed with how that looked. Um, but, uh, yeah, once it gets close up on a character, um, you know, I'm forgiving of that. We're getting back to the same point, really. I'm very forgiving of, of Telltale, you know, maybe not having the time or the budget to do these big old AAA-looking characters, but someone just coming to the game because they like Jurassic Park and want to play this new Jurassic Park game and don't really have any idea who, um... Uh, who Telltale is, is that's, not going to be so forgiving. Well, that's going to be fascinating from the perspective of, you know, this is definitely the first story-driven Jurassic Park game that's ever been attempted. I mean, I mean, the the, the Jurassic Park games that have come before this have been action games. They, and terrible, there've been a, mostly. There've been that. Yeah. Well, there've been, there's been that. Uh, it's about the future, really. I remember playing the Lost World game where I was shooting raptors with a gun. So mm. I'm just. It'll be interesting to see the reaction to that. People who are going to go into a Jurassic Park game, you know, kind of naturally expecting this to be a, I don't know, uh, maybe a Turok-type experience or something, and suddenly they get a talky, character-driven thing. It'll be interesting to see what the reaction to that could be. I could see a lot of people being turned off, and at the same time, I could see a lot of people just surprised, being, wow, I didn't think they would actually, you know, pay attention to this kind of stuff at the level they are. I think it could be positive. Hmm. The heavy, the heavy rain style is what they're going for, and I think that could work. Right. Yeah, I mean, sure. people who have played heavy rain, which is probably quite a lot of people now, will get where they're coming from from the gameplay at least. Right. Um, and yeah. uh, I think if the story and the characters are good, they can definitely get away with it. And let's face it, I mean, the story and the characters will probably be good. Uh, it will probably be an enjoyable story to play. Um, again, this is where um, this is where Telltale excels. From yeah. from an adventure gamer's point of view, I kind of see this as Telltale's equivalent of the Dig, at least in the premise and the idea of like you know you're you're this humans kind of stuck in this atmospheric exotic world with dangerous creatures running around. I I can really see this being a uh, a really amazing game from a tone, from an atmosphere standpoint, you know. This, yes. yes. Uh, that that that's what I'm looking forward to the most, probably. Yeah, it could be, and 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 I guess, and I don't want to labour this point too too much. 
because I probably have been. <laughs> but I guess that's why the the bits which aren't quite looking so great, like the characters, bugs me so much because I can imagine it being really great atmospherically. Like you're in this jungle, you're in the uh, it's all very dark and shadowy, and there are things moving in the shadow, and then out from the shadow emerges this guy who looks like he was just time traveled from last generation or something. Um, mm. And 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 it sort of just kills it a little bit yeah. when when you get stuff like that. Well, I, di- I didn't mind the visuals, but in the trailer, uh, I didn't get the impression that the writing was particularly good by the trailer. But, you know, to come back to the dig, I, I didn't like the writing of that game that much either. I didn't enjoy the dig that much. F- most, most people seem to forgive it for that. You know. I've seen a brief gameplay trailer uh, with a bit more dialogue in it. That was quite good. Did you see yeah. the demo on um, Giant Bomb? Yes, that's the one I saw. Yeah. I, I did, I did. I, I did see the big extended clip. I, I, mean, yeah. I, just, I just keep thinking of the trailer where the characters say, like, hell three times, like they're trying to sound <laughs> cool or something. Where the hell is Nedry? What the hell kind of park is this? I don't know. <laughs> it I, um... comes off as so lame to me, but it is a trailer. I'm happy they got swearing in Back to the Future. That what? was that was I was happy to see that. <laughs> I was worried what, they would cut out. What swearing? Well, there's shit and crap and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> really? I, yeah, I, the, I must have forgotten that. No, because there's swearing um, all over the place in Back to the Future. You just expect oh, no, it to no, be no, like a family is, film. Yeah. I remember now. Um, yeah. But then and there's loads yeah. of swearing in it as well. Yeah. And well, it, that's good yeah. because that's that's totally in keeping with the tone. Again, yeah. this is Telltale <laughs> actually paying attention to what um, what the tone of the the franchise is, which is cool. Yes, yeah. these are the things that matter. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Look, uh, whether you like it or not, shit matters. Yes, right? and happens. And happens. <laughs> also, we're dr- getting back to Jurassic Park. Uh, story-wise, if they just have of a female character who is either A, not a mortal, or B, isn't really annoying, then they'll have beaten Jurassic Park 2 and 3. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I will say no. this, though. Uh, I, when, when I no, saw the trailer no I, women I heard die <laughs> in Jurassic Park films. I, I heard the woman's, uh, I heard the actress's voice. Was that the actress who plays Jane Starling in Ghost Pirates of Buju Island? Or am I the only one here who's played that? I guess. You are. You, you are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Could be. Never mind. And they're also really annoying. You want them to die. Sorry. Nothing against women. <laughs> Just Jurassic Park's women. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry. I thought you were talking about women in general. No! <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I women in wasn't... Jurassic Park specifically. <laughs> I wasn't really sure where to go from Tia there. Tia Leone and... All the I was I was kids. I was accused I was accused of sexism by a Mojo commenter at some point. I forgot what news post it was. I, I think I I think I made some remark about Tasha Harris. I think I made like some lame sexual pun or something. Oh I don't know. And, and I got I got I got I got uh, attacked in the comments by that. No, no. So I'm specifically talking about the female the characters if, in Jurassic Park are yes. really annoying and they never die when yes. you want them to. <laughs> The most, the most annoying That's character. That's the problem with women in, the, in general, isn't it? They just never yeah. die when you want yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> Dark wow. place. Dark place. <laughs> no. No. The worst character in the Jurassic Park films is clearly the Vince Vaughn character in part two. That just that character just makes me 
Uh, just, just angry. I think he dies though, so it's all right. Uh, I've only seen that film once. <laughs> he does not die. Does he? He does not die. Oh god! <laughs> I'm thinking the wrong one then. It's fallen character. Which Too sure. And I, I preferred, I preferred three to two. By the way. I think, yeah, so did I. I think in 2, the worst character was the T-Rex. He was just <laughs> hamming it up the whole time. I think 2's yeah. alright until they get the T-Rex off the island. Yeah. yeah. And then it just that goes into a farce. It's, I hate it. I hate it. It's Spielberg's worst movie by yeah. far. The fucking moralizing and the stupid message about how... Uh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate that movie so much. And anyway. You just, and you just know that the T-Rex was... That, that that was all because the T-Rex demanded to have a more exciting part. Yeah. And um, just, he was like, like in, it, insisted it, on going around on a rampage around a city, so then the writers had to write that in. Pretty upset me, though, when the T-Rex yeah. died. And got beaten up by a really crap, boring dinosaur. <laughs> oh, with a big mouth and just looked crocodile-like and just, nah, it's not good. <laughs> oh yeah, that that reminds me. You know, um, I don't know <laughs> all that much you. about dinosaurs. Who <laughs> can? <laughs> I don't know all that much about dinosaurs, but do you know in the in the stuff we've seen from uh, Jurassic Park so far? Mm. Um, d- um, do Triceratops get that big? <laughs> because, because you see a little one. You, you, you see the first one, and it's and it's pretty. So that's probably the best question I've ever been asked, and the most impossible one for me to answer. <laughs> we have the uh, well, we haven't had a yeah. Triceratops in the studio. If you, if you guys could bear with me, yeah. we could uh, get a straight. straight That's my dinosaur book. I'm sure I've got around down there somewhere. Because uh, right, you why see the first one, which is in the way of the gate. Eyewitness dinosaur. Here we go. But um, anyway, no, seriously, right? <laughs> you get. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> this, is, this is a serious point. <laughs> I'm sure. You get the first um, uh, uh, Triceratops, which is sort of chewing on that thing in front of the gate and blocking the way. Um, And you think it's about normal Triceratops size. Um, And then you chase it back into the gate, and... um, and then the big one comes along and starts doing the the fight with the uh, the other one, but that one's about three times the size of the other one. It's like the biggest. I think uh, I think this podcast was better with the anti-woman overtones. No, I guess <laughs> I, 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 we could I, answer that. I, I don't think the size. I don't think the size of the dinosaurs is something they're uh, they care about being too realistic about. I mean, first of all, they're, they're clearly they're clearly second evidence. The the actual movies as the uh, as the influence here with regard to the dimensions and the appearance of dinosaurs and um, <laughs> uh, the movies were not realistic at all <laughs> at all right isn't that the consensus in the scientific community maybe Hello? maybe it is maybe <laughs> but l- look if any if there are any paleontologists listening well according to my book that looks around the right size <laughs> okay. Alright then. But okay. without I think, I going think out into the field think... and photographing a Triceratops, I think they're fine. <laughs> right, if they want okay. a gigantic, improbably sized Triceratops, they can go ahead and put it in there. That's fine. Yeah, it's fantasy. It's alright. Yeah. We, we didn't have... We didn't have spitting dinosaurs either, right? And the, and the raptors were supposedly, like, much smaller. Ra- yeah, ra- ra- the raptor designs in Jurassic Park are generally based on, like, a different one called, like, I think it was Dinonychus or something. That's, I actually did learn that a ton. 
Yeah. Whereas the they're, they're accurate to the, uh, the, the they're, they're accurate to the inaccuracies of the movie. Well, yes. that's, that's that's what I think. That's what people want to see in a in a Jurassic Park brand game. Yeah. They want to see the Jurassic Park version. Now, of course, that that all that's all just like completely ignoring <laughs> everything uh, Peter's saying because I don't think we ever yeah. depicted a a giant triceratops in the movie. So we're really just being assholes and ignoring his point. But sure, okay, look. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sorry, guys. You know how I get when I see an improperly sized dinosaur. I know. <laughs> I should have known. It's a, it's a real problem, but yeah. we're sorry, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on from this. Yeah. I, I, in fact, I gotta duck out in like ten minutes. Let's get oh, on. We, we, we uh, double, double fine. Double fine. Double fine. Stacking costume quest. Sesame Street entrenched. <laughs> okay. Well, I loved costume quest and stacking. I don't have an Xbox, so I can't play either of their two upcoming games, and I'm really bitter about that, so... Now, now you know what we feel. Let's do gamers. Well, I don't, I don't have Connect, and to be honest, I don't really see myself getting Connect just for a Sesame Street game. Even if as, I did have a Connectable. Even maybe. one made by um, Double Fine. If I had kids, I admit I probably would. Yeah. But, but no. Nah. <laughs> Not, yeah, not, I like the idea. Age, really not. I do. I do like the idea that they apparently had the concept and the idea before they decided to marry it with Sesame Street. You know, yeah. so that that yeah. at least goes to show that it wasn't something that they. Uh, I don't know. Sort out. Well, yeah. Just for the license. I, I, yeah. I, I, I get that. That sounds pretty pathetic too. The idea that they'd be selling out if, just by trying to uh, make it a license, but I don't know. This this is somehow this is somehow uh, violated the purity of, of Double Fine's original IP exclusiveness up until now. Sure, I mean, but whatever you know, um, it's know it's clearly a kids is. game, and if right. anyone can make a cool game for Kinect that kids will enjoy, then I'm sure that Double Fine will do a, a great little job of that. Um, yeah, little job. <laughs> but well, the, the, the reason I'm saying it like that is that. I mean, come on, let's face it, even though we love um, Double Fine and that, this game is not really for us. You know? oh, I, 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 well, I can only speak for me, but I, I really do genuinely want to play it. It's just I won't have occasion to, but I'm, I'm probably going to do, do so eventually. I just won't be able to do it as early as I would want. I mean, I'm certainly going <laughs> to find a way to play it. I've got to play Trenched, too. I mean, I don't know how I'm going to buy all this. Trenched looks weird. When I, first, when I first saw it, I thought... Oh, that doesn't look very double finey. That doesn't. No, it's it, a bit it, too oh, obvious, like an Xbox Live title. But more I've seen of it, the more I'm thinking actually that could work. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's really early to tell, but I think I think the double fine uh, the double fine personality of it is going to come through and just sort of like really over the top gameplay. Supposedly it's more yeah. of a strategy game than a shoot 'em up. Which yeah, makes yeah. me think Brutal it Legend like, straight away. Yeah, it it definitely looks a lot like Brutal Legend, maybe a little more generic, but. But um, in terms of the style, I mean. But yeah, I, I I see what you're saying. Usually, when you think of a Double Fine game, you think of a really distinct, cool art style, and this game hmm. decidedly doesn't have that. But I think they're gonna use that to their advantage. I I, I think I kind of see what they're going for there. They're they're gonna. It's gonna be kind of an over the top, action fun game. Yeah. Have either of you played um a game on uh, a downloadable game called Toy Soldiers? Heard of it? I know mm. they're releasing a new one soon. Uh, was there a, was I played some GI Joe toy soldiers game something, some some kind of toy soldiers game maybe on the GameCube or the N64. It's Army Men. That had about a thousand no, versions. Is that it? 
Yeah, it's yeah. on. Uh, it's on. I don't know whether it's on anything else, but it's on Xbox Live Arcade anyway for one thing. Um, yeah. And um, it's this game where it's sort of like a tower defense game, but also you get to hop into various units and control mm, yeah, them directly. Like it, yeah. Um, so it sounds like that there might be some elements of that sort of thing in the in this new trench game where you set up all these defenses to defend against these aliens, um, but also have direct control of units and stuff, and they're yeah. going around actually directly shooting stuff. And that style of gameplay could actually be really cool. Um, it it definitely worked in um, in Toy Soldiers anyway. Yeah, so, it's just a shame that the theme hmm. about. The aliens thing has just been done so many, many times. Yeah, but the closer yeah. you look at it, the closer that you see all of the double, finey elements of it. Just yes. Like, uh, yeah, like, I, I have, I've looked at it more. Like since, the weird and, yeah. TV screens on in the aliens' faces or whatever is just an. <laughs> just a weird thing, and just some of the designs of those big um, robots you get to control. Um, Something. Yeah, I, one of them I looks think, like like an uh, an aircraft carrier on legs or something. Yeah. And some weird stuff going on. Yeah, I, I think I think the end result. I, I think when we actually play it, it it's not going to be able to be confused for anything but a double fine game. I really don't have. I think so. Yeah. There. Hmm. Uh, I think I I've got this feeling that they're grabbing a lot of code from. Um, brutal legend right. from that because right. of, yeah, I had the feeling. Yeah, uh, there's just this bit in the trailer where this base collapses and it just, it just for some weird reason just reminded me of like the stage collapsing at the um right. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I know what you mean during one of the um during one of the brutal legend battles and um yeah I mean uh, that uh, that's not a bad thing that they're borrowing oh, no, that that, that, that code or, engine, or anything yeah. but um you can sort of see where some of that stuff comes from. And Microsoft is the publisher for that, so I guess that explains why it's an Xbox exclusive. Yeah. THQ published the first three, right? Is that the idea? They, Are they publishing they... Sesame Street? I don't know, but as that's like an Xbox-only game, it wouldn't be surprised me if that was Microsoft too. I don't know. I don't know. I don't but, know. I know but, THQ were just the first two, I think. But with Trenched, we now know what all four of the Amnesia Fortnite games yeah. are, and I guess everything beyond that is going to be... Beyond that, we well, will have we'll, got Ron we'll get to find out the Ron Gilbert game, whatever that is, and yeah, kind of exciting to see what they're uh, going to cook up next. I'm really, uh, I'm really pleased with um, with what Double Fine are doing at the moment. Yes. I, I'm just so happy with what they this direction that they they seem to be going in. I think you know more games and at the level of quality that they seem to be able to put out right. these games as well. I mean, the concerns that I've got with... I mean, I know that their models are completely different, but the concerns that I've got with Telltale are nowhere to be uh, be seen with uh, Double Fines, and I was slightly concerned because, you know, traditionally, um, Tim Schafer, Double Fine have been... They, they take a long time over their games. Right. Um, I was a little bit concerned when I first heard that they were coming out with sort of four games in quick succession. Well, I think... I think it seems to be the case that the reason those games took long, and this is just hypothesis here, is that yeah. they had to they basically had to build an engine sure. on the ground up for both Psychonauts and Brutal Legend. What it seems like they're doing now is that yeah. they've got an engine in hand, now they're just going to make games with it. 
and mm. that's why that's that's where you get this impressive rate of four games within a twelve month period, I suppose. That that's fair enough. But even like the the polishing phase seemed to take an awful long time for them. Sure. Maybe that was just my perception of it. So um, it did concern me slightly that they were coming up with stuff in um, such quick succession. But somehow they are finding ways to make these games look as polished, as great, and yeah. um, just feel as good as the stuff that took them um, years. years to yeah. make. Mm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I okay. Um. What about LucasArts? What are they? <laughs> do, do, don't they make like tires these days or something? Yeah. Something like I, that. I, yeah. I'm considering. Uh, I think we should consider like a regular segment for this podcast. I'm going to do every one, which is basically what the fuck is LucasArts doing? Just that's what. Yeah. Just the, what the segment title. <laughs> well, here's the deal. They don't seem to be developing anything yet. They have that or publishing uh, anything. Create. They have that creative director that they hired from. Uh, what was it Ubisoft Montreal? That that guy. I, I posted about him. But, uh, but the point is, they, they seem to have a team of developers yeah. on payroll. You know, supposedly, presumably, doing more than you know, brewing yeah. coffee. I mean, and a Shanghai studio as well. Well, actually, we do know they're developing something. They're developing some sort of connect. Star oh yeah, yeah. Game, right. Yeah. Right. That but that's like the only thing we know of. And it'd be pretty heartbreaking if that was the only thing they had on the pipeline. It and then they're be... publishing the uh, third Lego Star Wars. Go ahead. Wouldn't it be just great if they came out with an announcement that none of us expected, like a completely new franchise, something that actually looks interesting. That would be great um, and impossible and you'll be yeah. waking up shortly. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Just a new Indiana Jones game would do me. Um, yeah, I'm, same uh, here. But it's like you, you. It seems like even that is too much to ask for these days. I don't get yeah. it. How do you not? How do you not take advantage of a license like that? I just don't understand. Mm. Like, I guess it's just. I guess it's just too easy to let Bioware or EA pay a, a license fee to make the Old Republic and just sit back and collect money. I, I don't. I don't yeah. know why they figured out a way to just make money just yeah. by owning those IPs. They don't have to even do anything. I guess mm. I, I don't know. It, it it sucks. Yeah, hideous state of affairs. And and Force Unleashed Two was apparently utterly awful. Well, yeah, I, 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 I never, heard that it was yeah. not very well received. So much so that even I didn't buy it. Yeah, mm. I never that, cared. That, <laughs> so and that's no loss that's here. Pretty, no oh, no uh, disappointment. Look, I think here. we're avoiding the um, the elephant in the room here, which oh. is um, when the hell are they going to make a sequel to Fracture? <laughs> well, Day One Studios are making Fear Free now, so they're pretty full up with their time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I know, it's I'm, unforgivable. I'm, yeah. I'm going to make my traditional complaint about why why can't they just keep putting their games on Steam and they have to stop. I mean, they, they start it's off so well. You had your Armed and Dangerous, you had a handful of adventures. Oh. Why did they just stop? Yeah, They've got such a great back yeah. catalogue. All they got to do is make it available... And they get I mean, money from it, yeah. That, so people I, don't have to pirate them. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm just really bitter about. They just that. put it them just, on, just... stick them on Steam. Don't have to do anything to them, and they just get money from them. I mean, I don't know if they don't have to do anything, but it, 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 it well, just the Jedi, like well, no, Jedi Knight, they didn't do anything to. There's there's no defence. They're just in yeah, it. yeah. They even cut out the CD audio with Jedi Knight. 
I mean, I guess there could be some Windows 7 compatibility problems, That's which like is going to be more and more of an issue for people <laughs> now, but, um, uh, but I mean, apart from that, apart from sorting that out, it, it can't cost them very much to put these games no. out. You wouldn't have thought. No, I think they just don't, I, I think they just can't be bothered, they don't care, they, and, and I don't know how well they've been, they've mm. been selling on Steam, but it, but it, They must be selling, like even if it's selling to, something. To, to me, no. to me, it's like a preservation, why not just make, it's like, like, unless you're embarrassed that these games and you actively don't want them available, why not? I've just, it, it just seems yeah. like we've, this is a complaint that people have made, I mean, we've been making about this since what, like the year 2000? It just seems like they, they would have finally just joined the 21st century and, and made their games digitally available and just, yeah. ah! And it, they it started to, and then they just screwed up. It just burns <laughs> me it? up, they yeah. just have the, the greatest catalog of adventure games ever made and they're just, no one gets to play them. Here's the I mean, dig and, and the and the talky version of Loom and go to hell. It's like, come on, I don't know. <sighs> and the basic reason is just uh, that it's all per- pervasive reason that they just got don't have any in- imagination anymore. Like they, yeah, they they can't see the benefit to doing such a thing because oh. they don't have any imagination. It's just kind of pathetic. Like, you'll see someone come in the forums, maybe they'll have just played the two special editions that have just been introduced to Monkey Island. It's like, so where can I buy Curse? Uh, you tell them, like, well, uh, there's eBay, and... Uh, um, yeah. There's that uh, piracy uh, thing that's going around. And... It's, just, just, it's just sad. Just sad. That is why, depressing. Why I mean, didn't they release those two on Steam? When... Oh. You know, I think the worst <laughs> thing of all is that on a modern system... As far as I know now, on a modern system, it's just very difficult to play Grim Fandango, <laughs> and, and that is a game which you should not—you should be able to play whenever you want. It's—it's—it's it's, mm. it's too good to, to not be able to play. You um, know, before Scum VM was around, the way I used to play the uh, the older adventure games—I and by older, I guess I mean everything from Maniac Mansion, maybe through uh, Out from Boneville. Yeah. No, uh, I would, That's I would have like a, I would have like a DOS computer, like basically, you know, with, with, like the old style sound system. Yeah, yeah. I mean, specifically LucasArts adventure games, and I would just have like an old, a really ancient PC on the side of my desk. That's I would just use that, you know, to actually play them. And really, that should be a clue for LucasArts, really, shouldn't it? When we couldn't get old LucasArts games working, a bunch of people got together and wrote a a program a program that basically designed to interpret the games oh. from, from the ground up. You'd think it would give them a clue, but they're not very good at seeing blatantly obvious things. You'd think they're staring at you know, the face. Hang on, maybe people actually want to play these games if they're oh. bothering to write software to com- completely like interpret the, um, the, the files that no longer work on their new computers. Um... <laughs> It, Angry, yeah. It, 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 it seems like a no-brainer, but <laughs> I can't even to imagine what they're thinking. Not obviously. Hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna have to be. I'm gonna have to be rude to you guys, and I gotta duck out. Well, we're pretty so much well. done anyway, and we've must no, have done no. about an hour, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've gone past yeah, an okay. hour. So I think we could wrap it up. Oh, well, all right. Well. uh... Chris, go play a vampire story. Um, I guess I guess Jurassic Park. I hope women die in that. And uh, yep. you guys As have always. a nice, yeah. That's, okay. that's about the size of it, I guess. 
<laughs> so long. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye all. <laughs>